Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. You know, I feel so good today. I've been introduced twice. Once on the conference call, once on the in-service of worship, a third time on Facebook Live. I feel so good today. And you deacons are on fire today, and the conference line is on fire. Thank God for each and every one of you. I appreciate everything that I've heard and witnessed so far today. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for everything that he does for us. He's such a wonderful God, such a marvelous, marvelous God, such an awesome Savior. He's an awesome deliverer. And I know that God can do anything but fail. Amen. So I can put my trust in him. I can call on him and he'll answer me. I can look to the hills for which come in my help, knowing that my help comes from the Lord. I'll tell you, he's a strong tower. He is one that will reward us. He is a God that if we seek him, he can be found. I thank you this morning for our, all of our expediters, uh, uh, Elder Lorraine Hopkins on our conference line, uh, Sister Michelle Zubinay on our Facebook uh, live uh, worship, and uh, our pastor, my most beautiful wife, Elder Dr. Jacqueline M. Boone, and I in service worship. I, I just had a wonderful time listening uh, to the announcements. Uh, Elder Janice Brown, thank God for you. And, and uh, Minister Shadu Izubane uh, started us off this morning and got us started with our altar prayer. And we had our scripture reading from not only uh, Sister Carol Ford, but also... Uh, Sister Michelle Izubane, praise the name of the Lord. I always enjoy hearing uh, Sister Jackie Hope Myrick. Uh, she came to us today with a magnificent song. Uh, Sister Elaine Wiggins was on our conference line, brought us our, uh, our uh, intercession prayer, intercessional prayer. And uh, we just thank God for uh, uh, Minister Denise Glanton, who always does such an excellent job on our uh, altar prayer on our conference line, and we just thank God today we have a special guest to come on and help us pray, Minister Eileen Tomlin, praise the name of the Lord, and, and uh, we just thank God for uh, uh, all the servants of the Most High, thank God for our musicians, y'all have done such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful job, amen, thank God for Reverend Moses Blanton, being in the house of the Lord one more time, Brother uh, 
Shay, it's always a pleasure to see you. God bless you. And Sister Joseph, you just bring the spirit with you when you come through the door. Amen. What a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing. And look who showed up for dinner. Hallelujah. Ah, my sister Aisha. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. It's always a blessing to see you. I just, I tell you, you are inspiration because if we just keep on holding on and holding on and holding on, God going to make a way. God going to make a way. God going to make That's why I never give up on anybody. Because every once in a while, somebody going to come see about me. That's what uh, Rev. John Huffman say. I just come see about you. Amen, amen, and amen. Let's continue to pray one for another. Continue to keep each one of us lifted up in prayer. Pray for all those that are sick and shut in, all those that are grieving and all those that are going through bereavement process. Pray for our country. Pray for our nation. Pray for our state. Pray for our city. Pray for our church. And we'll continuously pray for you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, there is a word from the Lord on today. Hallelujah. If you would, please go with me to the book of Hebrews. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, today being July the 3rd, 2022, amen. We're in the book of Hebrews. Today we start a new study on Wednesday night on our Bible study. Y'all ought to come in and, and get that foundation of teaching. It'll carry you through the month, and I know it is. I've tried it, and it worked for me, amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, praise the name of the Lord. I thank God for what he's done for all of you, and I know this is a holiday weekend. Y'all be safe, be careful, be mindful, be watchful. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Keep God in the forefront of everything you do, even when you go to barbecue. Talk to the Lord. You go messing with them fireworks. Talk to God. If you hear some shooting, duck. I know. I don't even sit by my windows during the holiday season. I just don't want to hear no. I don't want no problems. I don't want no trouble. I don't want to be so high and mighty and so spiritual sound that 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 I don't I don't know what's going on outside. So y'all be careful. And if y'all run across some real good barbecue ribs, y'all call me. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12. Y'all go with me, Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, once you get Hebrews chapter 12, if you would please, if you would stand with me uh, on the in-service worship, if you would stand with me on our conference line, if you would stand with me on Facebook Live, we want to go to Hebrews chapter 12. Uh-huh. Everyone standing, I know that you have it. Hebrews chapter 12, starting at verse 1. Hebrews 12 and 1. You should find these words. And the Bible reads, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. 
Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hallelujah. So far, the reading of God's most holy word. While you yet standing, let us pray. Father, we give you glory today. We thank you for keeping us safe over the highways and byways of life, for allowing us to travel and come to your house of worship, to come to your worship experience, to come and tell you thank you for all that you've done for us. Now, God, we ask that you keep us in perfect peace and allow our minds to be stayed on you. Watch over our children, our grandchildren, nieces, nephews, family, friends, and loved ones. And we'll be so very careful to give you the honor and the glory and the praise. For it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Now can the church say amen, 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 and amen. Everyone may be seated in the presence of the true and the living God. The deacon sang so beautifully and the musicians played so wonderfully. I was thinking about singing the song, but when all is well, it's good to just leave well enough alone. But today I want to talk to you from the subject, I am a witness. I am a witness. Our book today, Hebrews, Chapter 12 start off telling us that we are compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses. That starts a foundational teaching for all of us that we might know that someone has come before us to give us a roadmap on what to do. You will see all of these people listed in Hebrews chapter 11. When they start talking about faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. And it starts telling us by faith, everybody did something. By faith, everybody accomplished something. By faith, things began to happen. And these are the witnesses that we are, we are accomplished about in Hebrews chapter 12. But it's just a, a, a setup for us to realize that we have work to do. Amen. We can't just sit back and just think because uh, all of these people in, in Hebrews chapter 11 is going to carry our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. The Bible says, how can they hear without a preacher? How will they know without a witness? Somebody has to stand up and say, I am a witness. Yeah, I know about the Hebrews uh, 11 people, and, and I thank God for them. But, but sometimes when I look at, at, at the, the way of the world right now, I've got to be able to stand up and tell somebody about the goodness of God. Somebody got to be a spokesperson. Somebody got to be a preacher. Somebody got to be a teacher. Somebody got to tell somebody else about what God did for you. Somebody got to just stand up and on your job talk about the goodness of the Lord. When you go out shopping, talk about the goodness of the Lord. When you, no matter where you are, you can be perfect dead talking about the goodness of the Lord. And just let somebody see your life shine. I can just, I can just hear this deacon boy talking about this little light of mine all the time, everywhere I go. 
to somebody about the goodness of the Lord. Somebody's going to know that we've been with the Lord. When you're a witness for God, you can't hide it. You can't blend in. You can't, you can't do nothing. You can't just sit on the hill and not be seen. You've got to tell somebody about the goodness of God. Somebody's going to know it because it's going to show on you. You'll be just like Peter. They'll come and say, I know you've been with the Lord. Because your talk is different. Your walk's different. Your look's different. Your act's different. And you'll be witnessing for the Lord and say, yeah, I know something about it. I know when I had a headache, I called on the Lord. When I was broke, I called on the Lord. When I was down, I'm talking about below the ground, I called on the Lord. And he answered my prayer. He answered my call. When I went in the hospital, he, he called and came and seen about me. When I was in bankruptcy court, he came and seen about me. When they came to repossess my car, he came to see about me. When they came to get me out of my house, he came to see about me. When my children were acting crazy, he came to see about me. When I couldn't even care about he came to see about me when I was smoked out crazy out in the world. He came to see about me. I am a witness. Uh-huh. That's why it, it, it makes no difference if you like it or if you do not like it. You're going to hear about it because the scripture says whether they do or don't do what the scripture says, they'll know that they've been in the presence of the true and the living God when we show up. Because when we show up, we change the atmosphere. Uh-huh. We put a shift in the system. Everything's going to be all right. Uh-huh. They're still trying to figure out why. Why is it that over 2,000 years we still finding witnesses for the Lord? Uh-huh. This Hebrews chapter 12 teaches us a whole lot. It breaks it down uh, so eloquently that I, 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 I sometimes I just don't know why is it that God has been so good to us that he will give us a roadmap. All we have to do is follow it. All we have to do is be in tune with what the Word of God says. That's why you got to teach your children about the Word. you got to listen to the Word, teach the Word, preach the Word. If they put it on tablets, put it on the fragments of your mind, every day ought to be something going on about the Word of God. We can't make it without the Word. You see how the systems in the world have tried to take the Word of God out of everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, they took it out of the court system. Now they don't like the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. Took it out of the school system. Now they're scared to go to school. Took it out of everything, and now they don't know what to do. Because the Word of God is the only thing that's going to last. The Word of God is still going to be standing. The flowers may go away. The trees may go away. All my money may go away. But the Word of God is going to stand forever. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's why I got to stick with this word. I got to stick with this word because I am a witness. How good God has been to me. Uh-huh. We just, you know, uh, my wife and I traveled down to Tennessee a couple of days ago, and, and, and we was on our way back, and we was almost back home. And she said, you all right? I said, yeah, I was just looking in the clouds. 
because I, I could see stuff in the clouds. The Lord was just still talking to me in the clouds. Uh-huh. And, 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 and then, then God, God said to the children of Israel, I will be in the clouds to talk to you, to protect you, to guide you. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that my wife said, you know, I saw the same thing. I was, woo, we equally yoked. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you, you hang around long enough and you, you start dealing with people long enough, you start talking about the word of God long enough, some, somebody's going to come and say, tell me some more. I want to be with you some more. I, I, I'll go with you. And then they'll start talking about the word of God. Talking about the love of the Lord. Talking about how God saved them. How God set them free. How, how they, if it was not for the, for the word of God and the Lord that was on my side, I would have fainted a long time ago. But God is so wonderful. Uh-huh. And this, I, I want to get into this, this chapter 12 because I want to let you know it's, it's really broken down where, 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 where we, can, we, can, we can just eat the whole road, chapter 12. Because he's, he's laid a great foundation all the way up to chapter 11. And y'all know everybody know about chapter 11, how everybody by faith did things in chapter 11. And then it says, it, it says wherefore, uh-huh, since you got that far, now seeing that, that you are, you're also accomplished uh, with such a great cloud of witnesses, now it's time for you to do your part. Uh-huh. It, it, it comes a time when you have to quit talking about uh, the Hebrew boys, and, and, and I love to hear about them, and, and Daniel and David and, and all those guys. It's good to know about them, but sometimes the, the Bible says, now, nah, we done heard about all of them. Now it's time for you to do your part. That's when the rubber meets the road. Uh, what has the Lord done for you? Are you a witness for God? We can talk all day about what we did on that coast. We don't have to be accountable for what we're doing. But no, the Hebrew writer said, you've got to be accountable for your own salvation. Uh-huh. You've got to be able to say, I am a witness for God. Uh-huh. I thank you for all the Hebrew writers and all the, those that are witnesses that, that's in that cloud. But now is my time. Uh-huh. Now it's my time to, to stand up and, and parade around like God has been good to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is, listen, he talks about it in, in, in verses uh, 1 through 4. He started talking about being Christians. So you can talk about it, but you've got to be about it. Uh-huh. He says, he says, he says you, you have to, you have to be, be able to be runners for the Lord. Be able to endure hardness for the Lord. Don't give up on God. Don't quit. Start it and keep on going and see what the Lord is going to do. That's why the scripture says you've got to be able to endure hardness as a good soldier. Running the race that is, that is set before me, you're taking aside every weight that's so easily beset us. There's always somebody telling you that there's a better way, that you don't have to do this. You don't have to go there. You don't have to praise the Lord like that. You don't have to serve God like that. You don't have to be a holy roller like that. You don't have to say praise the Lord like that. And I'm here to tell you I am a witness, and I do have to do it like that. Because if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, I would have fainted even when I was 20. When I was 25, I fainted. Just keep on going. So I just love the Lord, for he's heard my cry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, it's time for me to do my part. I'm a runner for God. 
I'm going to run this race. I'm going to keep doing what, what God has called me to do because I'm a Christian for God. And if you're a Christian, you're going to keep running the race. That's what verses 1 through 4 talks about. And then it kicks in in verses 5 through 11 and starts talking about the chastisement being children of God. That's when, we, when, the, when the, the avenue, uh, the stakes get higher. When, you, when you're called to be children of God, that means you have to mind your father, which are in heaven. Hallowed be his name. Uh-huh. He, the, 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 Bible, the Bible tells us surely that God chastises those. He chases those that he loves, those that are here. And the scripture, I heard the scripture say, my children know my voice, and another they will not follow. You know sometimes the enemy tells you to go, but God says don't go. The enemy tells you to do it, God says don't do it. The enemy tells you it's going to be all right, and God says no, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And so now we stuck in the, in the crossroads of life, and whose voice are you going to listen to? And just like any child, when you tell them what to do, you tell them what to do, you tell them what to do, and they don't do what you tell them what to do, you got to break out the rod. Don't spare this rod. Don't spoil the child. That's what God does. Uh-huh. God will let us go so far, and then he'll bring that rod out on it. He'll, he'll chastise us. He'll discipline us, and he does it through the word of God. That's why it's hard to sit up under the word of God, uh-huh. because you're always thinking that somebody peeping in your window. You're always thinking that somebody's untold the preacher something. But God knows all. God is omniscient. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He sees everything. And he sends a word. And because, because he knows he wants you as his child, he's going to send a word to change what you're doing. You got to. You got, you got to. You got to. There's no, no if, ands, or buts about it. You got to obey the word of God. That's what the Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verses 5 through 11 tells us. If you want to be a child of the Most High God. Because when you do that, there are, there are benefits. There are benefits concerning being a child of God, and that is being a citizen of the kingdom. Uh-huh. You go from being a child of God to being a citizen in the kingdom. Because I'm here to tell you that there's life after Connolly Road. There's life after being at Walmart. Oh, yeah. There's life after working in corporate America. There's life after they have your homegoing celebrations. There's life after that and life more abundantly. There is life after this. And we've got to be uh, able to start getting prepared to meet our maker. If we want to be citizens. In the kingdom of God. That's what, that's what Hebrews 12, uh, uh, verses 12 through the end of the chapter, uh, chapter uh, verse 29, all it's telling us is that, is that if you're going to be a citizen of this kingdom uh, in heaven, I heard my wife say, everybody want to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. But I'm here to tell you that there's going to come a day, there's going to come a day when you're going to have to uh, stand in front of the Lord and you're going to have to answer some questions and it's, it's going to already be on your resume because he already knows it. And he's going to ask you, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do this? How come you didn't do that? And we're going to have to answer to it. 
But God is such a wonderful God that, that, that we, we're going to be in a position where we can fellowship with angels, fellowship with the patriarchs, fellowship with the ones that's in Hebrew 11, fellowship with all them, and then we're going to have to account for our own actions. And, and that's, what, that's what the Lord wants us to do. You know the children of Israel in Exodus uh, uh, chapter 19, uh, this is a Mount Sinai moment. I, I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. And, 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 and when the Lord sent those, sent those uh, commandments down, they didn't understand what God was talking about. They were saying, we can't do that, but we'll try. We can't do this. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. But, but then now God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to be an example in all manners, in all the way. But he was without sin. So you are able to do what God tells you to do. Uh-huh. So we go from Mount Sinai to Mount Zion, and then we get citizenship in heaven. God is a wonderful God. He wants some more witnesses. He wants us to be in the next class of witnesses. Uh-huh. And, and God teaches us lessons along the way. He's got witnesses all through the Bible. And we, we as a people, we as a Christian body of believers, must know that our time is now to be a witness. I am a witness for God. Oh, yeah, we love Abraham, who was a witness by faith. Abraham became the father of faith. And we love you, Abraham, for being a witness of faith. We love you, Isaac, for being a witness to the famine. Have you ever been through a famine when you didn't have two red nipples to rub together? You didn't have enough money to feed your children? You couldn't have enough money to buy gas? and to buy medicine, and to pay rent, and to do this, and just that the money wasn't long enough. That's a famine in the life. But Isaac, Isaac stood up and said, I am a witness to the famine. And the Bible said the Lord told Isaac to stay in the famine. And, and so in Gerah, I heard you, Elder Brown, the other night doing stewardship on the Bible study. I heard you say, and in that same year, Isaac stayed in the land. He stayed in the famine, and he sold in the land. And God gave him a hundredfold return, and then God blessed him. Uh, so we could have a witness about a famine. But we also, Jacob, come here, Jacob. We have a witness about false. They said Jacob in the beginning was a surf planner. He was a trickster. Uh-huh. But God blessed him, changed his name to Israel. And gave him a, another chance. God ever give anybody another chance? It's like everybody had counted you out. Everybody said you wasn't going to be nothing. You wasn't going to amount to nothing. You were going to just be like just uncle, uncle, uncle. You know, you're going to be just like auntie, auntie, auntie. I ain't going to call no names because everybody knows who I'm talking about. You're going to be just like them. But I'll tell you, thank God for another chance. Thank God that he, he put my feet on solid ground. And now I can say, yeah, we, 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 we love you, Jacob, for being a witness of false. But Joseph, a witness of favor. Isn't it good that you can have favor on your life? No matter who comes against you, your family can be against you. Everybody can be against you. They can talk about you, scandalize your name. But God still show favor over your life. God still put a favor in your life. 
God still said, I'm going to make you out of something. I'm still going to give you the promises of the Lord. I'm going to make it rich and add no sorrow to it. You're still going to be what I said you're going to be. You're going to be great. You're going to be powerful. You're going to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, spirit, everything. I'll tell you, when favor is on you, favor is fair when it's on me. Uh-huh. That's why you don't have to apologize for what God is doing in your life. You ain't got to hash your new shoes. Just come on up and kick Kick them out. Yeah, I praise the Lord. And I asked the Lord, my toes was hurting, and I asked the Lord to put me in some new shoes. See how good God is. Uh-huh. It's the simple things that get me all excited. Oh, yeah. I praise the Lord over anything. I ain't going to tell y'all the whole story, but I just praise God. It don't make no difference what it is. I'm I'm going to praise him because I know God got favor. Uh-huh. But look at Joshua. God even got, got favor. God, God got a witness over there when it comes down to your fights, your battles. Y'all remember Jericho? The Bible said they walked around there seven times and made the walls of Jericho come down. God has witnesses even during your fights. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. These enemies, these folks, these frenemies, these people that talk about you and scandalize your name, you ain't got to fight them. God will fight your battles for you. I'm a witness, Josh. Hell yeah. Joshua said, I'm a witness. He said, be strong and of good courage, and I'll fight your battles for you. Them hemocytes, jebocytes, hemocytes, and them all those Negroes that come out at night, you ain't got to worry about them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all better understand that God is a wonderful God, and we got a witness uh, 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 Joshua said, he'll fight your battles for you. But they got to a point in time, just like we're in a point of time right now, when everything seems to be going crazy, man seems to be doing what is right in their own eyes called the book of Judges. Just look over in the book of Judges and you'll see the fear. All the people had fear of what's going on. They were scared to go to the dollar store, scared to go to the gas tank, scared to go outside. Scared they're going to get shot, can't go over here, can't go over there, can't go do this. And that's in the book of Judges. But God brought the judges down and said, I will keep y'all in perfect peace whose minds stayed on me. And that's why God got witnesses over all of your fears. But I'll tell you one thing, and I'll tell you this. I'm about to go, but I want you to know that God got witnesses. Come here, J-Bass. God got witnesses that said your future is fabulous. Your future is right, regardless of where you grew up, regardless of how much you had, regardless of what you go through. Your future is fabulous. J-Bass said, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my coast. And he keep me from evil. And the Bible said that God God gave him that which he requested, and God will do it for you because he's not a God that was a respectable person. He'll do it for anybody. All you got to do is ask him. Call on him. Because he's the God of the future. But I just love Jeremiah. Y'all know, y'all know, Je- Woo, I just love Jeremiah because Jeremiah says I'm a witness that God is a God of all frailties. God is a God that you can talk about the Lord no matter what. Jeremiah preached 41 years and never had anybody to say amen, never had anybody to say yes, Lord, never had anybody to say I'll come so with you. 
but he kept on going. He said, even when I tried to stop, it was like fire down in my bones. Even whatever's going, you're going through. God is a God that you have a witness of frail. Just God will let you. So don't worry about it. Keep talking about the Lord. Keep telling everybody about the goodness of God. Keep telling everybody how good God has been. And watch God make a witness out of you. Uh huh. But he sent his main witness, Jesus, the Christ, to teach us about forgiveness. He's a witness about forgiveness. Don't hold it against them. Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. I know they talk bad about me. I know they, they did say wrong things against me. Lord, I forgive them all. And Lord, forgive me for the things that I did wrong. Don't forget to add yourself in there. Uh-huh. The Bible says if you set a trap, you better set a couple of them. Because, you know, ain't no sense in just wasting no hole. Put two or three people in there. I just want you to know that, that Jesus Christ gave us a witness of forgiveness. But all of us, each one of us, is a witness for the Lord. We're witness that the Lord is powerful and his mercy endured forever. We can witness that God's mercy endured forever. And sometimes we get we get to the point where we, we sing it like this and say, Glory, glory, hallelujah, it's Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.